Welcome to the Husband Material Podcast, where we help Christian men outgrow porn. Why? So you can change your brain, heal your heart, and save your relationship. My name is Drew Boa, and I'm here to show you how. Let's go. Today, we are talking about emotional times and seasons, because I can't think of anything that is more important than learning how to process our emotions in a healthy way if we really want to outgrow porn. Think about it. If you could process your emotions in a healthy way every single time, even the most difficult emotions, would you be able to be free? Do you think you could fully outgrow any kind of unwanted sexual behavior if you could just have this one skill of learning to manage your feelings? I think you could. I think this is what it comes down to because ultimately masturbating to pornography is a mood altering behavior. But here's the thing. Our emotions fluctuate. They change and we don't always know it. We don't even realize it. Sometimes it's just a physical sensation. Like earlier this week, I did not want to get out of bed and I experienced this as a heaviness, as a physical sensation in my chest, in my body. Felt like a little bit more than just sleep deprivation. And there was a very good reason for that. It was the two-year anniversary of the birth and death of my son, Josiah. Two and a half years ago, three months after I found out that my wife was pregnant, we discovered that he had a condition called anencephaly, which meant that the top of his skull didn't form. His head was missing above the eyebrows. And this condition allowed him to survive in the womb. But once he was born, he wasn't going to live very long. So we prayed and we started grieving and we went through grief counseling in anticipation of his birth. And then when he was born, I thought he was dead because he was so disfigured. It was traumatic. I baptized him and I gave him my blessing. I said, Josiah, you are God's beloved son. And in you, he is well pleased. And after four hours, he died. That was two years ago. So May 25th is a difficult day for me. For some of you, maybe May 25th is a difficult day because that's the day of George Floyd's death. Or maybe there's another day for you when you or someone you love suffered loss. These days affect us even if we don't realize it, even if we don't know that's where it's coming from. On May 25th, I thought that I would be relatively okay and I wasn't. So it could be a day of the year. It could be an extended season. Maybe you're young and you're thinking, I don't really know many people who have died. I don't have a specific day of the year that's hard for me. But if you're a student, your life is divided into seasons. And some of those seasons are more difficult emotionally. For me, when I was in college, summertime was either a season of life and community and purpose and growth when I was working at a summer camp or It was a beautiful summer outside, but it was an emotional winter in my soul because if I spent summer at home, 
I was away from all of my friends. I didn't have my support structure in my community and I spent a lot of time by myself. For some of us, maybe COVID has been that kind of emotionally difficult season, a winter of sorts. But there are other seasons. Sometimes there's an emotional fall where we're saying goodbye to someone or something that we've loved. Maybe there's an emotional springtime. You know, I like to think of the first stages of freedom from porn as a kind of springtime because you're growing and it's muddy. I feel like it can be the same way when you're pursuing freedom from porn and you're beginning to see growth and new life coming and then you get hit by a trigger tornado and you feel like you're back in the middle of winter. It's like, where did that snowstorm come from? It's actually all part of the journey. It's all part of this season, this emotional season that you're in. Maybe it's not a season or a day of the year. It could even be a day of the week. I have one client who knows that Tuesdays are tough for him. So he has renamed it Triumphant Tuesday. And every Tuesday, he plans ahead. And that's one of the things that we can do to prepare for our emotional times and seasons. Plan ahead. Put it on your calendar. If you know Tuesday's a difficult day for you because you'll be working most of the day and you'll be absolutely exhausted. Or maybe Saturday is a really hard day because you don't have that structure and maybe you're sleeping in and staying in bed is a triggering environment for you. Or maybe you have a certain month out of the year or a certain day out of the year that's really hard. Well, plan ahead. Put that emotional time on your calendar so you can give yourself plenty of grace and space. That's what I want to say to everyone who's wondering, okay, what do I do when I'm in one of those emotionally difficult days or times or seasons? What can I do to set myself up for success? And the answer is take plenty of grace and space. Do things for yourself that you wouldn't usually do. It can feel selfish. It can feel unnecessary or even greedy to be giving myself time, space, and grace for where I'm at. Here is one of the obstacles that often comes up. Many of us grew up in families where we were not allowed to have needs. Maybe we were allowed to have physical needs, but emotional needs, those were for weak people. And we're not weak. So if you have an emotional need, you must be complaining. You must be weak. Let me reframe that for you today. Strength comes from acknowledging our needs, from meeting our needs so that we can actually become strong. Listen, in the middle of winter, there is no shame for putting on a coat. And in the middle of an emotionally difficult time or season, there is no shame in giving yourself extra grace and space. What can that look like? Maybe it means going out to dinner instead of cooking. Maybe it means giving yourself a gym membership during a time when you are so sick of sitting at a computer screen all day. Maybe it means getting outside. 
That's what I needed on May 25th when I did not want to get out of bed. A horrible day for me when I knew cognitively, oh, this is the day that Josiah died. I didn't have that message in my body. My body was just saying, ugh, (laughs) right? It's not a cognitive experience. It's embodied. It's emotional. And you know what I needed on May 25th? I needed to take the day off. I had already decided to take part of the day off, but I thought, oh, well, I'll be okay enough to at least work. And then I realized, no, I'm not. I'm not okay. And I gave myself grace and space. Went to the beach. I went for a swim. My wife and I spent some time at his memorial site and gave ourselves permission to feel anything and everything or to feel nothing at all. And that's okay too. We were processing our emotions in a healthy way. That is what it's all about. Maybe grace and space during emotionally difficult times and seasons will allow you to be a better employee, a better husband, a better father, a healthier you in the end. Because you realized that you were cold and you put on a coat. You realized that you were hungry and you gave yourself some food. And if it was nourishing food, then it's going to empower you. And you know what happens when we don't feed ourselves enough? When we don't give ourselves enough grace and space? Then we turn to a counterfeit. Then we will start rummaging through the trash for something to eat because we've been depriving ourselves. So my friend, I give you permission to give yourself the grace and the space that you need. Maybe you need to give yourself a little bit more right now if life has been more difficult. Certainly has been for me lately. And I want you to always remember that you are God's beloved son. And in you, he is well pleased. (laughs) 